I didn't kill my wife. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Narrative First podcast, the weekly podcast where story is always king. I am your host, Jim Hull, the voice of Narrative First, and this is episode number 11, The Difference Between Star Trek and Star Wars. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, there's no follow-up this week because I was right about everything last week. If you have any comments or you know any challenges or anything that you hear on the podcast that you'd like to, to write in about, you can either go to narrativefirst.com slash contact to leave a message, or if you go to narrativefirst.com slash podcasts, you will see a button there on the right-hand side where you can click and leave a message right there in the browser. So you can leave a voicemail, and you can actually hear your voice on the air asking me any question you want about stories. So if you need any clarification about anything, or if there's something about Dramatica that you wanted to know more about, you can just leave the question there, and I'll try and get to it uh, in the following episodes. Last week was the analysis of Kramer versus Kramer at the Dramatica Users Group. Uh, we do a meeting once a month. We've done that since... Well, I've been doing it since 96, and I think they've been doing it since 94. And once a month, you know, and we, we record it, and there's a podcast available for that. And then also, about three years ago, I started recording them online, so you can watch the video analysis of them. And all of those are on Dramatica.com slash analysis, and then the film. So you can pretty much look up anything you want. There's over 300 film, novel, and play analysis that are on there that you can check out and, and learn more about Dramatica. But last week was Kramer versus Kramer, and I wasn't super enthused about the through lines because they ended up in a place that is, it's kind of boring to me narratively because it's just been done so many times, especially in the 20th century, and how, you know, having a concern and obtaining for the overall story and a concern and future of the main character is just, ugh, it's like I've seen it a bazillion times. Um, but that's where Kramer versus Kramer was, and uh, it was it was kind of a popular film in '79. I think it did okay. And then, uh, yeah, you can read about that. And then I did the Through Line Thursday for that too. And that's it. No more Kramer. That's enough Dustin Hoffman and, and Meryl Streep for for a while. So we'll get back to costumed characters and and science fiction. I also uploaded some videos I did a while back when a narrative first used to be called Story Fanatic called Character Arc Snapshots. And they are two-minute video montages of focusing on the main character of a story and looking at their character arc from a Dramatica perspective. So I'll start out and I'll, I'll talk about their problem, you know, where the source of conflict in their, their life and that story it comes from, and then show how they either move towards the solution or just keep focusing on the symptom and response. You know, if they're a steadfast character, they would just focus on the symptom and response. And if they're a changed character, then they end up going to the solution. So I have a couple on there. I did four of them. Uh, the first two are changed characters, and the second two are steadfast. So the first two are Luke Skywalker from the first Star Wars and Neo, because I thought it would be great to show, you know, everybody thinks that they are the hero's journey. Uh, shoot me in the head. They are not the same story. They are focusing on very different things thematically and, and narratively in the structure. And so those first two were an attempt to show how Luke was driven by test and Neo, Mr. Anderson, was driven by disbelief. And those are actually two very different things. And there is an article I wrote, The Difference Between Luke Skywalker and Neo, which I will link to in the show notes so you can read more about that. And the second two videos were the steadfast characters. So the first one was uh, William Wallace and Braveheart, before Mel Gibson lost his mind, 
He made really good films. You can uh, see how a steadfast character grows through character arc from a dramatic perspective. And also Robert Angiers, which is the Hugh Jackman character from The Prestige. Another Christopher Nolan, yes, I know I'm obsessed with Christopher Nolan, but I can't help it. He he tells success bad stories, and I can relate to success bad stories. At least I used to be able to relate to success bad stories. Now now I'm thinking I, I'm relating to success good stories. So maybe that's what I will write about now in the future. So those four character arc snapshots are on the site. And then I'm hoping to do maybe one a month and start that up again and just have a whole catalog of, of character arc snapshots so you can see how that all works. If you have any suggestions for characters that you want to do again, leave a message either in the voicemail or just write to me an email and I'll, I'll see what I can do. This week's topic is a question typical of those who are new to Dramatica and will likely become the subject of this week's article. I mean, that's what I said last week, and then I ended up writing about Kramer versus Kramer. But the question is, that I received this week was about the concerns uh, in a through line. And that's the concern is one level down uh, in the Dramatica table of story elements. Um, I will leave a, a link to that in the show notes again uh, that you can download directly from Dramatica.com. It's just dramatica.com slash downloads, and it's the very first one there. So you download that chart, and you'll see this big, giant chart with tons of words on it, like situation and past, present, future, and activities, and fixed attitudes, and manipulations, and all, all kinds of different things. And that big chart that you see, I think they have both versions of it on there, a 3D view of it, and the collapsed view of it, as if you like kind of collapse that 3D tower into one square. You can see there that the second level down is the concern level. For each through line, each through line has its own concern, which is kind of the focal point of where they think the conflict in the story is coming from. You know, So they, they sense a problem in the through line, whether it's the overall story through line or the main character through line, or the influence character relationship story through line. They, they sense a problem there somewhere at the base of that dramatic tower, and it, it kind of funnels up and creates a concern an area of concern where they focus their attention, that's where they, they feel like the problem is coming from. So the question that I received was this. You see, I have no problems with understanding domains, but then it's the concerns. The rebel plans have been stolen, and they're trying to get them to the base to take down the Death Star. Why isn't that an obtaining goal? Or the fact that perhaps Luke is worried about his future. Will he always be on Tatooine? And with Star Trek, why is that story obtaining? And he's referring to the official Dramatica analysis of both Star Wars and the 2009 Star Trek movie. Those, again, are on the Dramatica site, and I will leave links to those in the show notes. And Star Wars was part of the original uh, 60 examples that come with the program with Dramatica Story Expert. And then Star Trek was one that we did in the Dramatica Users Group a couple years back. So first, the difference between doing and obtaining. If you look at that chart that you downloaded, or you can look at it online, you will see in the upper right-hand corner there's a giant box, one of the big squares is activity. Stories that have an overall story through line in activities, that's where they see problems. The problems come from the things that people are doing, and it's usually something that they need to stop doing in order to end that conflict. And this is in contrast to an overall story and situation which is usually people are stuck somewhere, maybe stuck on an island, uh, and then contrast to 
an overall story in fixed attitude, which would be something like 12 Angry Men, where everybody has an idea of whether or not this person is guilty or not, and then convincing one or the other to change their mind is part of the story. And then you can also have an overall story in psychology, which would be something like Ratatouille. You know, somebody has this idea that, well, anyone can cook, and then it's like, well, no, not anyone can, and then this rat comes along and changes everybody's mind. That would be an overall story in psychology. So when it comes to Star Trek and Star Wars, which is typical of most science fiction films, the overall story through line is in activity. So then the next course of action when using dramatic, either to write a story or to analyze, is to figure out where the concern is. And as I mentioned before, the concern is the focal point of conflict. It's where the source of trouble is coming from. So you'd have the four items underneath activities. One of those will end up being the concern. You have understanding, you have doing, you have obtaining, and you have learning. So those are the four different ways that you can look at an activity. You can't describe an activity any other way except through understanding, doing, obtaining, or learning. When you want to find the concern of a story, you have to ask, where is the source of conflict coming from? Not just the storytelling. Remember last week when I was explaining how uh, when you're first working with Dramatica and you feel like, oh, it just gives me all the answers here and I could just fill it out. No. You're actually using those answers to find a source of conflict, where the trouble is coming from, where the inequity is in the story. So it's not enough to simply write about something. You have to know where the conflict is coming from. And if you know where it's coming from, then removing that source of inequity should remove any conflict in the story. And that brings up those litmus tests that I wrote about last week. So let's try that with Star Wars and obtaining, right? Because the, the question from the, the reader was, when you look at the overall story, why isn't it obtaining? Because the rebel plans have been stolen, right? That's obtaining. And they're trying to get them to the base. That's obtaining. And take down the Death Star. Why isn't that the example of an obtaining goal? Well, first off, when you're looking at a concern, you're looking for the source of conflict, not the actual goal. And apparently, I'm going to be saying source of conflict over and over and over again until you will wonder, do I know anything else but source of conflict? But that's what Dramatica is all about, is identifying the source of conflict. Now it just turns out that the overall story concern in a story ends up being the same type as the overall story goal, as most concerns feel like goals of their through line. So you'll have a main character concern that'll feel like the main character's goal. You'll have an influence character concern which will feel like their conflict is creating some kind of goal from their point of view, and the relationship story will have its own concern which can sometimes seem like the goal of their relationship. But for purpose of this discussion right now, we're going to stick with uncovering the source of conflict in Star Wars. And for that, we're going to just focus on the concerns. We're not really looking at the goals right now. So if obtaining or trying to achieve something was the actual source of conflict, that would mean that if they stopped this obtaining, then everything would be okay. Okay, so is that true? If the Rebels returned the plans to Darth Vader and didn't try and destroy the Death Star, would everything be okay? You know, if they hand him, oh, here you go, we'll just give you the plans, and, you know, we're just not going to do anything, it's, would there still be any conflict? Well, yeah, there still would be conflict, because you would still have an empire imposing its rule over the citizens who feel driven to rebel. And, because of that, the empire would still feel it necessary from time to time to blow up peaceful planets, just because they have the power and because they can, and the rebels would continue to do little insurgencies here and there. The problem would still exist even if you got rid of that obtaining. That's how you know it's not an obtaining concern. That is because the source of problems in Star Wars isn't achieving or destroying something, it's the actual act of rebelling. And this is really hard for people to understand just at the beginning of Dramatica. Trust me, if you stick with it, eventually you'll figure it out. But the difference between doing and obtaining, obtaining is the actual act of achieving or acquiring or possessing or letting something go, 
whereas doing is the actual doing of it. Like if you think of a, um, a swim meet or a track event, you know, like the, the doing part is how well you perform during the event. The obtaining is who wins or loses. Okay, they, they're dynamic pairs because they're very similar in, in how they, they feel, but they are two very different points of conflict. That's why when you hear those dummies talk about the Death Star plans being the MacGuffin, I can't stand the MacGuffin. Sorry, it's a complete made-up thing that somebody just threw off one off, and all of a sudden now it's the most important thing in any story. And anybody who ever mentions the MacGuffin has no idea what they're talking about when it comes to story, and they're just using that as a cop-out to not actually think about the narrative that's really going on. But in this case, they're right about the Death Star plans being a MacGuffin, because it is non-essential, and it really doesn't have any point in the narrative of Star Wars. Because the story of Star Wars isn't about obtaining or letting go of something, it's about doing something. The conflict in Star Wars finds its source in the act of rebelling. If you remove that act, if the rebels stopped doing all that pesky rebellion stuff, then there would be no problems. Grand Moff, I think that's his name, Grand, is Grand his first name? Grand Moff wouldn't have to keep testing out the Death Star, and everyone would be reasonably happy. They would still have to pretend that living life under the Empire rule is cool, but there would be no more conflict in the context of this story. Being or pretending that everything okay is actually the overall story consequence of Star Wars, and that's another story point that's in Dramatica. You'll have the story goal, and then you also have the story consequence. The consequence determines what will happen if the goal is not achieved and serves as a motivator for characters to move towards a resolution. The characters don't want the consequence. Okay, well, the protagonist and their side don't want the consequence, but the antagonist very often does. So that's kind of a cheat you can use. The protagonist is for the goal, and the antagonist is for the consequence. So here, Grand Moff would be for the consequence of, you know, hey, let's pretend everything is okay, we'll just live under the rule of the Empire, and everything will be happy. Everything will be hunky-dory. When in reality, the, you know, the rebels want to rebel. They want to do something. And that's where the conflict in that story comes from. So let's shift our attention to Star Trek, the 2009 version, and ask, okay, so then why is this an obtaining story? So if you look on the site, you'll see that Star Wars has an overall story concern of doing, and Star Trek has an overall concern of obtaining. So we can use the same kind of litmus test we used on Star Wars and developed in last week's article, Understanding the Personal Goal of Your Main Character, to determine whether or not the conflict is coming from doing or obtaining. If the source of conflict in Star Trek came from doing, like Star Wars, the attacking of ships, the time traveling, and the battling of space monsters, then that would mean removing these sources would end the conflict in Star Trek. Unfortunately, unlike Star Wars, if you remove the fighting and attacking from the movie, there would still be conflict. That is because Star Trek is a revenge story. Like Unforgiven, Star Trek is all about payback and making people pay for the sins that they committed. Nero, the Eric Bana character, wants Spock to pay for letting Romulus perish in the supernova hundreds of years in the future. Later, he wants Earth to perish as well. Once those people Nero feels he has been wronged by have paid for what they have done, then the story would be over. Once that obtaining is done, you know, once they've paid back, then the story would be done. That's why it's the source of conflict in Star Trek is obtaining and not doing. If Nero didn't have such a huge chip on his shoulder, then there would be no story. That is how you know Star Trek is an obtaining story. So both Star Trek and Star Wars may be set in space, but the narrative structural material they explore is literally from two different worlds. Star Wars explores the problems of fighting back and rebelling and testing out new weapon systems, while Star Trek explores the problems of seeking revenge and destroying homeworlds as a way of getting back at someone. While on the surface they may seem similar, deep down they couldn't be more alien.
the same person actually wrote a follow-up question which is sort of in the same area and so I wanted to cover that as well and he asks why is the fugitive an overall story through line of situation it seems like it would make more sense to put the Harrison Ford character which is Dr. Richard Kimball in situation and the overall story and activity the hunt to chase him down and I have to confess when I first started using Dramatica way back in 1996 and first installed it on my power PC uh, I was completely confused by this choice besides the fact that I didn't understand why every story didn't have an overall story goal of obtaining because I was could not understand why a story goal of the past or a story goal of impulsive responses how does that even happen and they all have to be obtaining right but then as I learned more I started to understand that the different through lines end up in different places because of where the conflict is coming from. Again, source of conflict, source of conflict. So referring back to that litmus test we discussed, if you remove what you think is the source of conflict and there's still trouble there, then you haven't identified the source of conflict. That'll be the mantra for this week. All right, let's say it again. If you remove what you think is the source of conflict and there is still trouble there, then you haven't identified the source of conflict. You should write that down and repeat it over and over and over again. If Deputy Gerard, the Tommy Lee Jones character, had suddenly stopped chasing the good doctor and Richard just turned himself in, would there still be a problem? Of course, because an unjust man would still have been framed for the death of his wife. I didn't kill my wife, right? That's because he's innocent. You find this man. He took everything from me. That's my Harrison Ford. In this way, the source of conflict in The Fugitive matches the source of conflict explored in The Shawshank Redemption. Yep, The Shawshank Redemption and The Fugitive have the same overall story through line in situation. Both feature innocent men wrongly accused of a crime they didn't commit. Now, in Shawshank, he actually gets imprisoned. In The Fugitive, you know, he's out on, on the lam. He's still a man unjustly labeled as the murderer. That's an external situation, that label. That assignation is a situation conflict, something that's stuck that must be unstuck. Following the mantra before, if you remove what you think is the source of conflict and there is still trouble there, then you haven't identified the source of conflict. Would removing that situation still have conflict there? No. If you were to remove this label and not call Dr. Richard Kimball the murderer, would there be any more conflict? Absolutely not. Remember, the drug company wanted to frame Kimball because he wouldn't support their product. That was the whole reason for setting him up. That was the whole reason for the story. That unfair situation is the center of all conflict in the film. When working with dramatic, you always want to look for the source of conflict. That is why so many writers struggle with the theory. They're typically more interested and more excited by the conflict itself and how it affects everyone and the experience of struggling through that conflict. That's the fun part of writing. Rarely do they step back and think, hmm... I wonder where the source of all this conflict is coming from. Yet if they don't do that, they will never truly know how to successfully resolve the narrative they have started to construct. Once Andy is out of Shawshank, the overall story is over. Only thing left is a whole heap and lot of main character and a little bit of relationship story there at the end. You know, that part that they had to go back and shoot after principal photography. That's relationship story through line and the whole thing about him being on the bus and working in the grocery store. Get busy living, get busy dying. Once Sykes is identified as the murderer and Dr. Charles Nichols labeled as the man behind it all, 
the overall story for The Fugitive is over. So again, this episode should have been called The Source of Conflict because that's what you're looking for when you're using Dramatica. Always look for the source of conflict. And if you think you found the source of conflict, well then remove it. And if there's still a problem, then you haven't properly identified where the trouble is coming from. You're just looking at using the structural elements as storytelling instead of using them as identifiers for an inequity in a narrative. that's it for this week be sure to subscribe to the podcast in itunes leave a review if you don't mind i'd like to read those and visit narrativefirst.com slash podcasts to leave a voicemail if you have a question you would like to answer or you would just like to hear your voice on the show last week i wrote about a new process that i'm using kind of inspired by conversations with melanie about how to use dramatica with writers and developing their stories i'm really excited about this and the feedback from clients that have gone through this process, it's been really, really positive. And so I got so excited that I'm starting to build out a portion of the site. If you want, you can write to me and I'll put your name on the list. And when it's ready, I'll let everybody know. Thanks for listening. Have a great week writing and creating new worlds. And we will see you next week.